Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to tonight's show, the Frisco Report. We're live. In effect, it is Victory Tuesday. I got my cohort here, Mike from Cowboy Corner. What's going on, bro? Victory Tuesday. How are you feeling? Oh, dude, I'm feeling like a victory on a Tuesday, man. I, it feels great, dude. You know, a lot, our backs were definitely up against the wall um, after week one. It didn't look good uh, at all. By any means necessary, the defense looked really good, holding Tom Brady to one touchdown. But other than that, dude, you know, this offense, uh, it didn't look great week one. Here we are sitting, going into week four, and we're two and one, Joe, with, with, all right, Cooper Rush. Gold Rush is here. It doesn't look like it's fool's gold. It looks like the real deal. Holy field, everybody. So, yeah, man, great game last night. Combo's got it done. Um, three and okay, Cooper Rush three and O's starter. Those are good stats. Um, he's got a better record than, than some of these first round picks that have yet to win three games. All right, so he is a very good backup man, and I, I'm glad we have him. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. We we saw that they didn't really. You know what you saw in the preseason. You know, just it does, didn't doesn't look like what you're seeing now. Now, smart plays. He's got zip on the ball. You know, accuracy. He knows when to throw it away. He's not taking really bad sacks. He's not fumbling and bumbling the ball. Right. So, Mike, are you surprised where we're at right now, two and one with with Cooper Rush? I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. I'm not gonna be like, no, oh, I knew Cooper Rush was gonna come in here and dominate. Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. say that. I'm really surprised. I'm. I'm not surprised with the chemistry Cooper Rush and Noah Brown have. Now, I'm not. I'm not surprised by that. But we seen Cooper Rush in the preseason, Joe, and it was like, oh my God, how did this guy win a game last year? I mean, the, the preseason of Cooper Rush, uh, we should know by now that that don't go hand in hand. It, it just don't. And the command and the way that. Players were able to rally around Cooper Rush and help him out. Um, and the defense staying the defense. Like Michael Parsons, man, I'm telling you right now. God, I want to get off subject. But it's it's all about the mentality, right? Like I always tweet, God, I wish we had players like Michael Parsons. And if we can just have a taste, 25 30% of what Mike what Micah Parsons brings to this football team, and we can gel that in somehow. I think we got that taste with Cooper Rush as quarterback, the way everybody has rallied around the Red Jesus. All right, that's what I'm calling him. 
<laughs> I like it, dude. The red Jesus. Hey, man, it's it, it's it's real. Like I, I'm with you. Um, I'm, I'm I'm surprised too. You know what I mean? I'm like you. I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, I knew it all along. <laughs> but man, you're right. The Cooper Rush and Noah Brown. It's it's legit. You know these guys have been on the practice squad. You know, running running the practice squad team here for for years now, going all the way back to to when uh, Garrett was here, right? Um, and even Kellen Moore. So there's a lot of familiarity around here. And um, now it's all about execution, and and they're doing really well with what they have, right? I mean, we, we we're definitely short short handed on offense, right? So, but you know, kudos to McCarthy. You know, I, I think you know getting this team through this uh, through the storm. Like you got to weather this storm without Dak Prescott, Mike. And uh, you know, I think so far so good. You know, we have Washington next. They look very beatable. They they look very bad. You know that offensive line. I think we're gonna feast. And like you said, Michael Parsons, Mike. It, he's uh he's unstoppable. And he was he was he himself said that his sixty percent. Is is better than than most people's one hundred percent. I love the swag that this guy has, bro. Hey, like the killer instinct is there, the leadership is there, and we're gonna feast on uh, Carson Wentz. We are. No, definitely, we we really are, dude. And I'm telling you right now, man. Like, look what the presence of Micah Parsons did. Tank Lawrence tied a career high three sacks. Dorrance Armstrong has five and a half sacks. Donovan Wilson was playing lights out because of that front seven. Yeah, Daniel Jones was able to run here, run there. But Dan Quinn, I, was, I, was, I, I wasn't panicking when Daniel Jones was running around because I knew Dan Quinn would make that adjustment. This is how good this defense is. Dan Quinn said, okay, we're going to spy Daniel Jones. He put a strong safety to spy on Daniel Jones. He didn't put – a free safety. He didn't put a fast linebacker like Jabril Cox, right? He went and put Damian Wilson to spy on day. That's how good this defense is. Yeah, man. He, uh, he he's he's done really well, man. I I, I gave my shout outs to uh, to Donovan Wilson last night too because it's like, you know, he's not the most durable player, right? You know, we right. we all know that, and he's held up. He's held up, you know. So whatever he's done in the off season. You know, maybe he's added more muscle, more armor to his body. I don't know what, but, you know, you're going to have to keep him in, in the rotation. <laughs> this is not a player that when Kurt, when Curse comes back, Wilson's going to be, you know, you know, not, not getting any action because this guy's making plays, man. Great uh, game plan by uh, by the defensive coordinator. He, uh, teams are looking at him right now. Oh, these teams that have sucky coaches right now, they're looking at, you know, if they want to go, if they want to have a defensive-minded coach, Dan Quinn's the top of the list right now. You know what I mean? So what are we going to do this year with him? Hopefully we're able to go deep into whatever the hell we get into, Mike. Let's talk about this, all right? Uh, we got Washington, L.A. Rams, Philly, and Detroit next, all right? Are we going to see Dak Prescott in that timeline, are, are, are the Cowboys just going to let him get completely 1,000% healed and just come back after the bye week? What's your gut feeling here, Mike? So he got the stitch removed Monday night, actually. There's only one stitch. So now it all comes down to gripping that football, 
and being able to run with the football in his hand, he's able to uh, to be able to throw. Just that that grip has to be there on the pigskin. And the 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 Commanders, the, the, the what what you saw from the defense against these Giants, you're going to see against the Commanders. If if not, if if not, we I, I'll be surprised if we don't get nine sacks that game. I'm, I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. With you guys. Yeah. So it all depends on the confidence they have. But here's the deal, though. Here's the kicker. We've seen Dak Prescott play without preseason games, and he looked like hot garbage, okay, Uh, in week one. Cooper Rush got to get uh, his feet wet, right? So Cooper Rush right now has the hotter hand. If the Cowboys feel like they can wait another week against the Rams, then they'll wait. And then if they really wait against the Rams, will they wait against the Eagles, right? Because you don't have to rush them back. Why? Because you got this defense here. You got this defense here. It's the insurance of insurance, all right? And that's that's where it all depends on the confidence level and where they where Prescott's at. I mean, it's really hard to answer it. It's really hard to answer. But give me the best guy that can win us that ball game. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see where the fans are with Cooper Rush once we play the Rams at the Rams and at Philly because this this whole uh, good <laughs> good feeling that we have right now could turn south real quick. You know how the Cowboys fan base is. The Rams, they're going to get after it, right? That defense is ferocious. Uh, Philly, you know, we'll see about them. Uh, it's a conference game, so those games are usually pretty tough anyway. So, uh, but if, if we can steal those games and let Prescott just get fully 100% healed, I love it, man. Because <clears throat> Cowboys are kind of notorious, right, for rushing people back. You know, uh, we, we kind of thought that Michael Gallup was going to be back. And to, to my surprise, they didn't activate him. You know what I mean? So, uh there was a lot of lying here by, by the media. Oh, he's activated. And then here at the end, no, no, he's not active. <laughs> so they don't even know. So <clears throat> I'm fine with that. But, Mike, what is your what is your feeling on when Michael Gallup comes back, the effect it will have on the wide receiver core and the offense? I'm going to be honest. I don't think it's going to have I'm, – I'm, I'm always honest with you guys, so – I don't think it's going to have that big of an effect. I, I really don't. I, I Michael Gallo has been hurt and he came back and the offense really hasn't. <laughs> and the offense really hasn't. Really? Like, it wasn't like a big, like Michael Gallo has been hurt, right? He's been hurt last year. He came back. That's true. I, yeah. I, I don't see the offense changing. Any. Now, is it another dynamic? Is it another 50, 50 chance ball that Dak Prescott never takes? Yes. Is it a 50-50 chance ball that Cooper Rush is probably going to take? Absolutely. But yeah. I don't see the offense really change because you have to they, – they simplified it. They have to simplify it for Dak. They have to simplify it for Cooper Rush, right? He's been the bus driver here, and and he's been doing really good. He's been throwing accurate balls. I mean, you look at the space and the Cowboys have found in the soft places when the Giants were playing zone last night. I really don't see how Michael Gallup coming in – makes that big of a difference because we've been he's been gone and this was with he's been gone and this was with Amari Cooper in the lineup 
and nothing really changed. Nothing really changed. So I'm going to go on the end and say, I don't think Michael Gallup really changes this offense that much. Yeah. So one of the rare occasions where Mike and I won't, won't probably agree on, <laughs> uh, but I, I, I think it will. And I think it's going to come in, 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 in the, the form of helping CeeDee Lamb get more touches and become a little bit more, you know, uh, reliable, you know, and get, get, get more plays. Mike, what we saw from, from CeeDee Lamb yesterday, that first half was ugly. To his credit, that second half uh, was a different CeeDee Lamb. You know, look, look like the old CeeDee Lamb here. So what I, what I envision is when we get Gallup back, th this will take another double team off of CeeDee Lamb because Lamb's getting a lot of brackets, a lot, a lot of double teams. But when he does get the opportunity, he's got to catch those balls, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? To me, it's a concentration, consistency issue. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I, I do think that God will, will help this team out. You know what I mean? Because he's definitely an upgrade over, you know, um, these these other guys that, that have been coming in here. Dennis Houston, Jalen Tolbert had one catch. Do, doesn't look confident out there. Um I can't wait to get Gallup back here, but but like you said, Mike, not durable either. You know he'll make the acrobatic catch, but is he gonna get up, bro? Like I hate that. Like, oh man, these badass catch gets up, Gimpy. Ah oh, crap, man. We got the first down, but he's out for the rest of the couple of weeks or whatever the hell it is. So hopefully he'll be durable. You know to to get us through through this. Uh, these couple of games here, Mike, but you know he'll probably. be he'll be durable, Joe. He'll yeah. be Gallup, and I don't want to debate this at all. But I don't see Michael Gallup change. He'll be durable. He, he's going to be accessible. He's going to be available. But I, I really thought last year Michael Gallup coming back is going to help our red zone. It didn't really help our red zone. Uh, I really thought Michael Gallup coming back would open up uh, some running game. It really didn't open up the running game, right? And because you know, Zeke had the gimpy leg or whatever, but I maybe I'm, and I hope I'm wrong, but I don't see it. I, I really don't see it. Like uh, people talk about a more reliable wide receiver. CeeDee Lamb, first half, wasn't very reliable, but he's in the category of more reliable wide receivers. Really stepped it up, right? Mm -hmm. um, Noah Brown, he was behind the bench. He's finally getting that opportunity. But I, Michael Gallup is better than Noah Brown. Michael be, Michael Gallup is better than Simi Pahoko. It's going to elevate it, but I don't think it's going to be at the scene where this offense goes back to the number one category. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see how the effect or what the effect is going to be. Um, how many snaps will he even get in that first game coming back? They'll probably ease him in or whatever. Uh, Winter Allen with the Super Chat. I can send my support now. Yay. Yeah, Winter Allen, appreciate the support here. Uh, thank you for being a, uh, a fan of the channel. Uh, Mike and I really do appreciate that, and everybody out there watching live and on the replay, we, we appreciate everybody here. Winter Allen, we do appreciate that, man. If you have a question, we are taking uh, Q&As throughout the show, guys. So if you have any questions, hit us up, and we will try to get to your question. And we'll try to get that answered. Thank you, Winter Allen. Appreciate that. I, I see, yeah, I, Winter Allen, I do appreciate that super chat, man. That's incredible. Um, you, you are a phenomenal longtime follower of the roundtable. Uh, pretty much anything that I'm involved in, Winter Allen, you're always there. I really appreciate it. I'm more humble than you than uh, than you can imagine. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, so 
Are we chasing the Eagles right now, Mike? Is, is that is that it? Are the Eagles the team this year, or are they just kind of hitting this little soft spot in their schedule where they're they're beating crappy teams? Like, what what is your take on the Eagles right now? No, you know it. it you can only play who you can play, and you know Brian Tynefield said it on his show, and I one thousand percent agreed. It doesn't matter who they play. They don't make their own schedules. They play who they play. And I thought Primetime Phil hit that round the head. Big shout out to him. You guys subscribe to Primetime Phil. And uh, the Eagles, man, like, listen, one thing in football that if you can gain, you can get. Look at the Miami Dolphins. They just beat the Buffalo Bills. They were 2-0 team. Buffalo Bills 2-0. They took that momentum from those two wins, and they moved it over there. Buffalo Bills probably slept on them. They probably slept on the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins took that momentum and got it. The Eagles right now are 3-0. They can do one or two things. They could take that momentum and keep stacking wins, or they could take that momentum and flop, and they might have injuries. I, I don't think it's a matter of chasing. I think it's a matter of Cowboys just need to handle their business, and the NFC East will come in their favor. But they have to continue to, to have success, period. It's the name of the game, bro. It's what have you done for me lately, right? So exactly. <clears throat> right now, Cowboys in the thick of it, two and one. It's pretty damn good. You have to be feeling pretty confident about beating uh, Washington. You know we're going to be at home, so the crowd should be should be uh, in full effect there. You know Carson Wentz, terrible quarterback. Well, he'll turn it over, right? Uh, that offensive line's not good. Their D line's kind of beat up. So it should be a game that we should get. So, you know, if you put that at three and one, Mike, those next two games, you know, maybe you split those. Maybe you go, maybe end up at four and two. And then Detroit, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a scrappy game there. You know, you could be looking at five and two or four and three. You know, so uh I think a lot of us are kind of feeling a lot better about this team, Mike. But they got they got to win more than they got to do this like stacking wins. We can't go through this win one lose one crap, you know that that we're so accustomed to with uh, with the Garrett era, and and not that you know uh, McCarthy does that, but you know it all goes to the, the division you got to win your division first so these these games here Washington gotta win that one I would love to beat the crap out of Philadelphia because I don't I think they've gotten better but they haven't faced a defense like us right you know what I mean? right uh, winter Alley had a really good question if you could find it she said uh do you all think Dak will be able to transition back in, into the team following rush success? Success so far. She put that in quotes. Um, I think so. I think a backup quarterback, man, you want him to at least win you a couple of games while you're going to be out in that stretch, right? So that Cooper Rush is doing his job as a backup quarterback. And Dak Prescott has to come in and not fall flat on his face like a like a Kansas City Chiefs performance, like a Broncos performance, like a Raiders performance, uh, like a Cardinals performance, right? He can't come in here with the success and the momentum that this offense has and kill it in one mm -hmm. game. Yeah. So the the transition that that Winter's talking about here is 
when and when if and when he comes in, can he take that momentum and build on that? And that's the transition that we have to look for in a franchise quarterback. I, I love that. I love this question, this comment from Winter Allen, because it's it's so true, you know. Um and let's say, you know, that 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 uh Maybe they do let Dak just rest up. You know, maybe maybe Cooper keeps winning. What happens then if you you do you insert Dak in here and he looks rusty and looks kind of crappy? Do fans start start to say, "Hey, you know, we we want Cooper back in the lineup." Like, uh, you know, there, there's a part of the fan base that that'll probably want that. You know, and uh, and and some obviously won't. It, it's it's the one of the most divisive conversations in, in in cowboys nation and it, it doesn't even it's not it's not even a matter of 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 dak this goes all the way back to romo right yeah like, romo went through exactly the same stuff that dak is going through exactly the same it, it's a systematic thing here with with the cowboys so get ready for it man <laughs> you know this is what the cowboys do front office they thrive in, in, in these types of situations. And, uh, you know, it, it keeps the season interesting. I just wish that we could just get over the divisional round, you know, and uh, and get to work, man. Get to go work. Man. I mean, not, not even Romo got to the championship round, you know what I mean? So, there we go. Got a question here. Yeah. When Conor McGovern gets back healthy, who will be the left guard, Peters or McGovern? Mike, I, th- I think I'm Peters, right? Yeah. yeah Peters. And, th- and this is a good question because, Mike, we saw him get his feet wet last night, right? Mm-hmm. Opened up some holes there for, for yes, Paul. Yes, he did. And, and, and he had a pancake on that same hole. Yes. Yeah. So, next game, do you see a, a, a – do you, do you think we'll see a full quarter, a full half? What do you think the, the, the plan will be for Peters for this next game, Mike? I like the way they rotated them, right? A drive here, a drive there. I think they're going to continue that, and then you're going to start seeing in one quarter, two quarters, right? But I I want to give a shout-out for the leadership Matt Forniak did. I mean, they took him out of the game. Jason Peters went in, and Matt Forniak is cheering on Jason Peters, like clapping for him, cheering for him, like – that's what you want, man. You don't want any controversy. Like the, the Dak and the Cooper Rush thing, I, 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 give me the best quarterback that can win us football games, period, right? Yeah, exactly. Same thing with the guard. Give me the best guard that can help open holes like Jason Peters did, right? The first hole, 46 yards for Tony Pollard. Beautiful. Give me the best guard. And Jason Peters, and I was wrong. I was like, oh, my God, we're signing a 40-year-old deal. The way he was able to move that – big old tackle and the pancake him on top of that. And he hasn't had a, uh, a snap since week 18 last year was just phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Cowboys champs. Uh, McGovern, hopefully he will get back. You know, we'll probably use him in the fullback uh, motion and um, good, good to have him as a, as a swing guard now. So, you know, and, and also he's got a little bit of that uh, center flex. So, Good question there, but I, I definitely do think it'll be Peters all the way. He's just a big behemoth guy there. I mean, you saw him line up next to to Smith. I mean, he, he just looked gigantic. 
man. He's huge. He did. He did. Uh, Cowboys champ, uh, or excuse me, 805 Vaughn said, we need to talk about the penalties because we could we continue to make them. Uh, we would have 30-plus if we could clean that up. Talking about last night's game. Joe, why don't you start off with this one? Yeah, man, it, it, it's true, man. The, these are drive killers, momentum killers, right? So the penalties, whoever whoever's making them, right, it, they, they do. They put you in a long down and distance. When you're in the long down and distance, you know, you're you're pretty much going to kill that drive. You're, you're pretty much playing for the punt. So I, I hate that crap. So you got to clean that up, man. And I'll tell you what, man. Sam Williams has got to clean up the the the, the unnecessary roughness uh, penalties. He's had two already on the quarterback, which I like beating up the quarterback. But I'm so glad he, you brought that up. I'm so they, glad. Uh, they've just been boneheaded plays. This is the crap that, that Gregory would do, and it would piss me off to no end. Got rid of him. Sam Williams, young, young guy, obviously, so he's going to have these mistakes. But he's got to clean those up, man. They're just boneheaded plays that, that extend the drive of the other team, right? So – yeah, I'm with you, 805 on, uh, 100%, man. If we clean those up, we're not only are we going to score more points, but we're going to let the the defense, you know, uh, keep that offense off the field. And, you know, we'll, we'll have, you know, bigger bigger uh, spreads. You know what I mean? Not, not oh, we got to win by field goal or final drive, this kind of crap. <laughs> no, man, I, I'm so glad you brought up the Sam Williams penalties. Because Calvin Joseph's the same way. Mm-hmm. There you Calvin go. Calvin Joseph belongs on special teams and special teams only because when he's in the defense eleven and not the special team eleven, he 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 will draw a penalty every single time. Sam Williams is looking like that. So the Cowboys are changing shift here. Jason Garrett wanted the right kind of guys. Mike McCarthy saying, "Get me anybody. We'll plug and play them. We'll find out what's best for them." So they're not going through the right kind of guys' face. They're getting guys with attitudes. They're getting guys uh, that have grit, that are dirty. They want to be physical. Blue-collar football, all right? That's what we wanted Mike McCarthy to bring here to Dallas. That was the expectation, and he's bringing that. So we might have to learn with some of these blue-collar football guys because they're not the white-collar, the right kind of guy Jason Garrett that was, right? So once they learn to quit doing the penalties, they're going to be they're going to play smarter. And the penalty is going to be less, but they're going to be some dogs. They're going to be some dogs. Just give us some time. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's all about time, and it, it, this it's not it's not even like a uh, you know it, it's it's nothing bad on Sam Williams. I, I like the potential, man. He's he's made some plays there on, on defense, but those ones on the quarterback you can't have them because those are fifteen yarders. You know what I mean? Those are big chunk plays. Um. <clears throat> to keep the drive going in that precious, you know, uh, field position. You know what I mean? It's the difference between, you know, being in, in field goal position and, and not field goal position. So, uh, yeah, man, j- just clean those up, and I, I think we'll be we'll be better here. So we got another question. April showers in the house? Appreciate you, April. Question is, <clears throat> will Kellen Moore keep the same game plan or identity running first when Dak returns? This is a great question here because um, to me, man, I'll be quite honest, and I, I put this out there on Twitter, and some people, you know, they, they get off. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real divisive subject. I hate talking about it sometimes, but it's true, man. Like, to me, 
I didn't I didn't feel a difference. I didn't feel I didn't feel that there was any fall off last night between Dak and and Kellen Moore. I mean, uh, Dak and uh, a Cooper Rush. It felt like a Cowboys game, but with a different quarterback. You know, do, doing similar kind of work. You know, get, getting the ball down the field. You know, dinking and dunking here and there. You know, throwing the ball here and there, and uh, getting getting the run game in there. So. I honestly didn't see much fall. I just don't feel like there's much fall off right now, and that's not a bad thing, and that's nothing against Dak. I'm just saying that, you know, um, it's good to have this problem. You know what I mean? And, and it's not really even a problem. It's more of a, it's a good, it's a good situation that we're in to have Cooper Rush who can compete and at least keep the Cowboys competitive, Mike. Yeah, no, I, you know, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore isn't capable of changing anything up. It's the same offense that it right. was there you forever. Go. Right. Yep. So yep. um yeah. you know they still run the, the 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 check route. They still run the pose. They still run the Y option. Uh we, we've been running that since Jason Witten, all right. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, I think uh I don't think nothing changes. I think what changes is I'm gonna break this down for you. You can go watch the film yourself on that fourth down play against the Cincinnati Bengals, Cooper Rush set up his protection. He said, hey, you stay, you block him, da 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 That allowed Cooper Rush enough time to for Noah Brown to go around and pick up that fourth and two. And it was a beautiful play because Cooper Rush was able to set that protection, read that defense, know what was coming at him. That Prescott, he kill, kill, kills into a running play. He don't kill, kill, kill and say, Schultz, you stay. Like we heard Tony Rummel do it all the time. Schultz, wait, you stay. Dad, you come over here. Right. I need Dak to take command of this offense and able to stay stay with the same play, but do some hot routes, do some audibles, get your pass protection set. You got 25 seconds on the play clock. Use your 25 seconds. To see Cooper Rush do that, but we haven't seen that since Tony Romo, that says a lot right there. So, that's a really good point, man. I, I noticed that too. <clears throat> it was a lot more uh, vocal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, instead of just lining up and, and getting after it, you know. So to me, that means he's reading the defense, right? When when he's doing this stuff, he's reading the coverages and, and making some adjustments. So a very, a very good uh, insight there, Mike. Totally agree with you. That's, that's a great take. Um, <clears throat> Cowboy Mac. With a comment, Quinn Bohanna played good last night. I'm becoming a, a Bohanna fan, man. I, I think this guy is, is is slowly becoming one of the better defensive tackles here for the Cowboys. You know, plays the run really, really well, helps collapse the pocket. And I love the motor. You know what I mean? When you see Bohanna out there, he's around the ball, Mike. And um, <clears throat> from Kentucky. All right, I think you're getting more out of this late-round Kentucky player than you are your second-round Kentucky player in Kelvin Joseph, and that's kind of sad. But great job. Uh, but Bohanna, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. You know, he. This is what you want, man. You want the guy who, who, who barely made the team last year. They they even cut him at one point, right? And he, they were able to bring him back through through the waivers, and uh, did what he needed to do in the off season clinched a 53-man roster spot, right? And he's in a good heavy rotation now. So 
Great observation, Cowboy Mac. Mike, what's your, what's your thoughts on Bohanna? No, man, it's all the presence of Micah Parsons, man. I mean, look at Oso Digizua. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at Quentin Bohanna. The Dallas Cowboys, they their, their motto going into this year was get younger and rely on your younger guys. They picked um, Quentin Bohanna over a guy like Carlos Watkins, who had a really good first year with the Dallas Cowboys. Really good first year with the Dallas Cowboys. So they, they skipped the veteran presence in Carlos Watkins, and they said, you know what, we're going to go with Quentin Bohanna here. I like the decision. He's living up to it. And he had a, uh, his, his neck was a little injured, too, and he still played at a high level. 1980. 1980 in the house. One of the goats in this game, man. Definitely a goat. When you talk about, you know, Cowboys Nation and the YouTubers of Cowboys Nation, you've got the ones that keep it real 100%. You know, I think we do a really good job here, Mike and I. And the other one, too, that I really do watch all the time is 1980 because he keeps it real. This isn't about blowing kisses up unicorns butts and this. It's the real thing. You know what I mean? And 1980, appreciate you, bro. Thanks the passion. Me, bro. The passion. He was a member of the round table back when we used to do it. And me and him, it would always be about football, but we would argue and almost you would thought we were fighting in the street in five minutes <laughs> just because the passion and the power that 1980 brings. He's a hell of a friend. I'm, I'm proud to call him a friend. Great guy, man. Gerald Beasley, Camo Joke. Evan Neal looked like Chance Green last night. That's a bad thing. <laughs> it was a good thing for us. And I say this all the time. This has become one of my draft 10 commandments. Don't Do not draft the Bama player in the first round. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't draft a Bama O-lineman in the first round. Maybe not even in the second. They just do not translate good to the NFL, bro. God bless them. I mean, I don't know if it's a system thing there with Saban, but they're all terrible, bro. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And I'm glad the Giants took them. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just love it, bro. Because he's going to be shell-shocked, bro. Like, okay, we play them uh, when, like towards the end of the season again. It's going to be in his mind like, oh, crap, Michael Parsons again. He's going to crap his pants again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, you know, we, you know, we knew where the Giants were going. If you watch the Frisco report during the draft time, Joe is money. All right. Joe and Foots, they get together during the offseason. They get together to talk draft, and they are absolutely house money. All right. Follow these guys. For all your jab coverages. But right now, Joe, we're talking about the week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, man. No, it's good stuff, man. Um, you know, you 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 cover the draft, and then when you see them in the season, I mean Kayvon Thibodeau, their other first round pick, zero effect, bro. Like I don't we didn't I don't even remember them calling his name. Terrence Steele was beating him one on one multiple, multiple, multiple times. Yep. He he did a phenomenal job there. I mean I mean, it's early for those guys, right? But I mean, we just we put it to we put the screws to those guys. Those rookies, they look like first round bust in that game. So, but uh, Mike, <clears throat> great great conversation tonight. Like I said, um, we're on to Washington. You know, get get that win. Starting over, Lewis. What? Get 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 those uh, get those wins stacked up, baby. Get those wins stacked up, man. 
but that's all we have tonight, guys. I kind of kind of keep it short tonight. I, I've got something I got to take care of here with the family. Family um, first. Yeah. So I do appreciate everybody stop by super chats. Appreciate everybody. Uh, appreciate the comments and the questions in the chat box. We can't do this without you guys. It makes it very entertaining, and the conversation. Keeps on going, baby. Mike, let everybody know they can find you if they haven't already, bro. Yeah, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube, guys. Um, I, I haven't yelled into a camera yet, so we're doing good. We're doing good. So, uh, And then uh, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter, guys. If you follow my Twitter, you're like, man, this guy's bipolar. When it comes to the Cowboys, absolutely. <laughs> hey, me too, bro. Me too, right? <laughs> I wear my feelings on my shoulder a thousand percent, bro. Like, oh, man. But that's it tonight, guys. We'll see you next week. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about this game here, hopefully with another win in the bag, guys. That's what tonight. Continue to like, subscribe, and share. We'll catch you all for the next one, baby. Peace.